0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. Today on the show, I am talking to Dr. Angela Potter. Dr. Potter is a leading holistic doctor supporting mothers in their healing process after birth. After the birth of her first baby, she came face to face with the hardships mothers frequently experience after giving birth. She was amazed at how much pressure is put on mothers and how little support is given for whole body wellness in this very unique time in a woman's life. From there, she developed her postpartum wellness protocol that she uses with mothers nationally. Dr. Potter has been interviewed for Healthline.com for postpartum specific articles. She is a nutritionist as well as a doctor. And her office is located in Portland, Oregon, where she lives with her husband and two toddlers. So without further ado, let's get started in talking to Dr. Angela Potter and talking about her specialization in the care and support for postpartum mothers. Hi, Angela, and welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. Can you introduce yourself and let our listeners know a little bit about you. Yes. Hi, Kelly. It's so wonderful
1: to be here. Thank you. So I am in Portland, Oregon, and I am a mom. I have two kids. My son is four and my daughter is two, and I am a naturopathic doctor here in
0: Oregon. So that sounds Really interesting. Can you tell our audience a little bit about what a naturopathic doctor does? Yes, absolutely. So in
1: my practice, particularly, you know how moms have trouble with mood swings, anxiety, and struggling with healing physically after birth. Mm -hmm. And they're frustrated with how they feel overwhelmed with all the pressures of being a mother and the relationship with their partner is strained. So, I help them have a balanced mood and feel empowered with their health so they don't have to continue feeling like they're doing this alone. And instead, they can focus on enjoying the magic of spending this time with their baby. And, you know, particularly as a naturopathic doctor, I have this. Really incredible, like huge toolkit here in Oregon and in many states, naturopathic doctors are licensed as primary care. So I actually have the prescribing rights and I can, you know, order labs and prescribe medications. So I do do that. But then I also use this whole other side of, you know, balancing hormones, using natural supplements, using herbal medicine, and talking with patients about diet and lifestyle. So it's a really fun profession. I love it because, you know, I feel like a detective for my patients. What we do is we ask, you know, each patient, like we figure out what is actually at the root cause of what they're going through to figure out how to get them to this place where they feel really balanced and strong and healthy.
0: Yeah, that sounds like that's something that's so very much needed for a lot of us moms. And maybe something that we don't always get from a typical primary care doctor that you would consider Yes, absolutely.
1: And that's what I really noticed after I had my first baby. And so, you know, I can share a little bit about that story. Because, you know, when I was pregnant with my first, it was like, I didn't even plan for postpartum because... I didn't think that there was anything to plan for, you know, like no one had mentioned that it would be difficult and that, you know, I talked to people and they were like, yeah, oh, you know, the three month mark is great for going back to work. Like I was really excited to go back to work. That's what, you know, these people I was talking to were saying. And then when I had my baby, I was blown away by how my body felt and how, Difficult that healing process was. And, you know, I remember a moment pretty vividly. It was, you know, about a month after birth, and I was lying in bed. I was in a lot of pain, so I couldn't like move around much. And my husband came in to pick up our baby, and They had this really beautiful moment together and they were just snuggling and, you know, I loved watching them, but I also felt really confused and I was thinking like, gosh, you know, I'm the mother, I went through this huge birth process. Like, why can I not focus on spending this time, you know, like really cherishing these moments? Well, you know, I was cherishing them, but why more often than spending this time snuggling with my son, I was thinking, you know, how can I get out of this pain? How can I get rid of this anxiety? And how can mm-hmm. I sleep more? You know, that's what I was hyper focused on. And you then realizing, you know, I was a doctor at that point and just thinking, wow, why do we not talk? about this. Why is this not a part of our training to help? You know, I actually went through the midwifery program as well, and mm-hmm. we learn about postpartum. But it's all about like the emergency care that women would need, which is, you know, of course, absolutely important. But once you're past that point, we don't have training to help moms in this like really incredible and huge transition in their lives. And so I felt really confused and I felt, you know, like, am I alone? Is my Uh body doing something wrong? All those thoughts. And then, of course, getting to that three month mark when I was getting ready to go back to work, I'm like, there's no way. I can go back to work right now yeah. with how I'm feeling. And I just, it was just like, I felt really lost and, you know, unsure how to get my body like feeling strong again and not feeling all this like really intense anxiety.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I know definitely a lot of moms feel the same exact way. I know that I did. I had my daughter five years ago, Mm -hmm. And I just like, as I'm exploring all of these different topics on this podcast and just talking to all of these different moms, it's just amazing to me now how many resources there are out there now to help people and how I can kind of get that information out there because I felt like similar. Like I felt like I was alone back then and that I didn't know what to do. And then I went back to work too early. So I just love that what you're doing with helping moms. I think that's just so great.
1: Yes. Thank you. And you know, it is really cool to see all these amazing resources out there for mothers, because what's happening is, you know, all these women are saying like, just like you and I like, Hey, this is not right. We need more resources. This is like no one Giving us this extra care. And so, like, you know, myself and like lots of other people in a variety of fields Mm -hmm. are like rising up. And Kelly, thank you for getting the word out too. Oh, Um, yeah. You know, to like get to share these resources. It's a really powerful time for mothers.
0: For sure. Yeah. So, can you explain? I know you went into it a little bit about how you differ from a primary care doctor, but how would you differ for those that are curious? from a birth provider, so someone who helps you through the pregnancy and birth process, how would you differ in your services to women?
1: Yes, that's a great question. So I am focused on helping women, you know, heal strong and have balanced moods after giving birth. Mm -hmm. And I do work with women during pregnancy to help them prepare for the postpartum time. But number one, the biggest difference is that I don't do the births. I'm not with my patients during their birth. So they Mm -hmm. all have a birth provider, whether it be an OB or a midwife. And you know, what I've noticed, I have huge amounts of respect for birth providers. What I've noticed is that you know say for OBs you know they're trained in that birth process you know supporting a woman through pregnancy and then the birth process and again mm-hmm. like understanding how to support a woman and a family if you know, anything goes wrong or, you know, those emergency things that come up during the birth process. But then there's not training in, again, how to support a woman to balance her hormones to get rid of anxiety. And, you know, that really is a reflection of our culture and how, you know, we don't give that time and that space to mothers Mm -hmm. to have that healing process. And so that's reflected in how birth providers are taught, like OBs, particularly, you know, midwives, some of them do have a more holistic Training. Like I said, I went through my midwifery program and we didn't. So I actually had to piece together, as you know, as I was after I had my son, you know, I've, that was the spark of my passion to help moms. And so I began piecing together, you know, knowledge that I had of hormones and how to support women. And then I've done a lot of research. And so my focus is that to support the woman in those months and years after birth. Because also for so many of, you know, like in common information out there for so many women, they think, you know, it's that six week mark that they should be fine at that point. But really, you know my patients are coming in to see me at like eight months postpartum, three Mm -hmm. years postpartum and saying, yeah, my body still doesn't feel good or I'm still having all these mood swings. And so it's really important to understand that it can take a lot longer.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that's all so very important for women to know and just get that information and have it available to them. So, I mean, so many times, like I said, five years ago, like I don't think anyone really gave me all that information. You kind of just stumble through it on your own and do your own research, but then you kind of don't get all of those extra resources.
1: So just go ahead. Yeah, no, I love that you brought that up because, Mm -hmm. right, you know, and in that, particularly that first year, right, I mean, you're exhausted, you're not sleeping through the night, you're like trying to figure out life with this new baby. And then on top of that, you know, with the little time you have left to figure out what your body needs. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you do, you need a guide and somebody who has been through this and who knows how to help you navigate this time in your
0: life. For sure. And I think also just someone telling you this is normal because sometimes you feel like, is there something wrong with me that I'm feeling this way? Why am I having this anxiety? Why am I depressed? Or, you know, what's happening to my body? Like, I don't even know if this is normal. So just having kind of that reassurance, I think, is such an important piece of it.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Taking away that idea that, you know, moms just heal really easily after birth and they're ready to go out for playdates and yeah start working and they feel really good about that like some women do and of course we celebrate that but for many women it's not the case and mm-hmm. then we feel shame and guilt when it's not like that
0: yeah exactly so for some people that kind of don't know a lot about hormones can you explain just In a few sentences or so, why is it so important for us as women to pay attention to our hormones and especially after birth and how our hormones change and fluctuate after we have babies?
1: Yes, absolutely. I do so much hormone balance work with my patients and You know, our hormones, they are, it's a whole system in our body. And often when we talk about hormones, a lot of women will immediately think of progesterone and estrogen because those are the main hormones in like our menstrual cycles. It's the main hormones that are talked about after birth. And we have a whole system of hormones. So we got to talk about the thyroid hormones and our stress hormone, cortisol, and blood sugar. And how, how those all interact together. And so all those hormones in our body, they are basically messengers and communicators, and they help us with our metabolism, they help us with energy, with you know, blood sugar is huge to help our brains and to give us, to utilize the food that we're eating. And then they are, mood is a big one that they interact with, right? Mm-hmm. Like for any woman who has experienced PMS, right? You know how much that's connected. Yep. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, particularly in this postpartum time, you know, our hormones drop really drastically immediately after birth, which is what causes that baby blues period in the first two weeks. But then as we continue forward from that, hormones are bouncing all around because, you know, for breastfeeding, even if a woman is not able to breastfeed, her hormones are going up and down just with how her body is physiologically like not breastfeeding. Feeding, And then if women, if they are breastfeeding, you know, for a year or two, hormones are bouncing up and down. And so I like to remind women that you know it's important to look at what your progesterone and estrogen are doing but also to ask your provider or find a provider who can help you test your thyroid hormones because those you know in the first year postpartum it's estimated that between 5 and 10% of mothers will experience what's called postpartum thyroiditis mm-hmm. and the symptoms to that are like fatigue inability to lose weight you know mood swings all mm-hmm. <laughs> those things that are already very common right, right for a mother and so making sure to get those hormones tested and also our stress hormone cortisol is a huge player and that you know is affected on a day-to-day basis because as mothers we have a huge amount of stress and so we can actually test that and see what your cortisol is doing throughout the day and if it's you know too high or too low that can be affecting your sleep that can be affecting your mood and it's really easy to get that back in balance if you're working with someone like myself or a functional medicine provider who knows how to balance that for you. And again, you know, even if you're listening to this and you're three years postpartum and you're like, well, is that going to benefit me? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, mm-hmm. it will. You know, if you didn't get any follow-up care or, or no one did this extra testing for you, absolutely. It's important to talk with someone about this.
0: Yeah, I was actually just going to go into a follow up on that because I know you had mentioned when women if you breastfeed and when you stop breastfeeding, that could be a huge change. I know I went through that myself. So I breastfed for 18 months. And then when I stopped, I noticed a huge change in everything, moods and hormones and just everything associated with that. So I know even if time has gone by, it's still important to pay attention to what's happening. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, that can be a struggle for a lot of mothers who are having like huge mood swings or anxiety when they're breastfeeding and thinking like, well, should I not breastfeed? Mm -hmm. And of course, that's, you know, an individual decision. And, you know, I am fully supportive of whatever a woman decides. Right. But also like there are a lot of tools to help you feel balanced while you're breastfeeding.
0: Yeah, for sure. So if moms out there are listening and they're thinking about checking in with a primary care doctor or maybe going towards a more naturopath doctor, what are some questions they can ask about their own health so that they become better informed in taking care of themselves?
1: Yes, this is so great because, you know, it really starts with us asking these questions and demanding better care during this time. So if you are going to a primary care doctor or somebody who is not Specialized in this postpartum time, like I am, then you'll want to ask to get these extra tests done, like particularly looking at your thyroid levels and looking at like nutrient deficiencies, doing basic lab work, like looking at your iron levels. You know, anemia can be really common for moms after birth and it's not frequently checked for. And of course, if somebody has anemia, right, that's low iron, that leads to fatigue and anxiety. So number one, asking for, you know, blood work and getting these tests done, and then also asking for resources, you know, physical therapy resources or a therapist resource, you know, just finding some people locally in your area or books, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that to help you in this like holistic way to help you in all these different areas.
0: Yeah, definitely. Great advice there. And why would you say... So in going back to work as moms come back off of their maternity leaves and return to work, why do you think it's important to balance the hormones and the nutrient deficiencies that you mentioned before actually going back to work?
1: Yes, because it's, you know, again, because we have this cultural idea that, oh, you know, like women don't need this support after birth, like healing is easy. (laughs) (laughs) So then us as mothers, we hold, that on our shoulders, right? Of like, okay, well, I guess then I should just feel really good if I'm balancing a work schedule while, you know, breastfeeding or pumping Mm -hmm. while not waking up or not sleeping through the night, you know, like, okay, like this should feel good. And I'm going to just push through this, Yeah, you know, which is so common. And, you know, we all do that to some extent. But if on top of that, you know, you're feeling lots of anxiety and struggling with how your body feels, maybe your, you know, your pelvis, you're experiencing pain or leakage or something like that, you know, or the mood, anxiety, depression, like we've talked about you know, that's why it's so important to get like these hormones tested for these nutrient deficiencies. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, find out where your body's at to then treat those. So then you feel more balanced so that you feel stronger. And then you have these tools on board. So then, you know, it does feel a little bit easier to add on that work schedule on top of everything that you're doing as a mother.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad that we're talking about this right now. Because like I said, I remember, you know, a few comments from people, well, you kind of just have to push through it and struggle through it, you know, when you go back to work. And I'm like, but Mm -hmm. there has to be something better than that, like to help people.
1: Yes, right. And it just, I mean, it makes me so sad for all these mothers who feel like that, right, that they just have to keep pushing through this. Mm -hmm. And because there are so many tools and resources to help with that.
0: Yeah, definitely. So through your experience, as moms return to work, what have you noticed are some of the biggest struggles moms face As they try to balance work and family. Yes. You know, it really is that, like,
1: that burnout that, you know, so often moms will come in to see me or I'm doing all like virtual appointments right now. But you know, when I start talking with them, it's just that like, overwhelming, like that burnout, you know, there's some anxiety, maybe a little depression in there, but huge amounts of exhaustion and just feeling like they're just like a puddle on the floor, you know, Mm -hmm. like, they feel so stretched in so many different directions that they just don't, they don't even know what to do next. And, you know, they're just desperate for some support.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can 100% relate to that. So (laughs) what do you think can be done to try to approach the best steps for feeling balanced? and strong for working moms. So what can we do as moms to try to approach this?
1: Mm-hmm. So the first step is to get your hormones checked and check mm-hmm. for any nutrient deficiencies. And for you know, moms that are listening, if you don't feel like you have a resource in your immediate area, I work with women around the country. And for those listeners, I have reserved Five spots on my calendar for you. So just head over to my website, tell me that you came from this podcast, and I will help you and get you on a plan to test those hormones, look for those nutrient deficiencies.
0: That's amazing. Thank you so much. I know that a lot of people are going to appreciate that. I think that's so great. So, yeah, definitely take advantage of that if you're listening. Great. Yes. Is there any other advice you'd like to give moms or anything else to add just to kind of give moms some tips and advice? Yes.
1: You know, first I want to say, like, if you are struggling and you feel like you are alone in this, I want you to know that you are not alone and that what you're going through, other, so many other mothers are experiencing this as well. Mm -hmm. So I want you to know that. And, you know, some simple things that you can be doing at home are like with nutrition. Nutrition mm-hmm. is huge for the postpartum time. There's foods that are really specific to our healing bodies. And to support that, you know, just balancing our blood sugar levels can make a huge impact on mood and energy throughout the day. And so, you know, how you can easily balance blood sugar, you know, without going in to see anybody is to just make sure you're eating consistently throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And that is a wonderful way to help, again, your mood and your energy and you, making sure that you're like replenishing your body in a way. Because again, we don't you know surround the, our mothers in our culture with these healing practices. And nutrition is a big component of that where we need to be focusing on replenishing nutrients, you know, eating really nutrient-dense foods, like very colorful vegetables, very good, you know, meat products. If you're a meat eater, broths are amazing for mm-hmm. a woman who's healing after birth. And instead, we tend to have this idea that, oh, mothers need to return to their, like, pre-pregnancy gene size right away. Yeah. And you know? (laughs) So there's so much, you know, in the six week visit, we're like given that okay for exercise, Yeah, which many women are like, wait a second, like exercise doesn't feel good or what is my body doing? Why does this feel so different? (laughs) And yet with that added like pressure of like, well, I need to get, you know, I need to lose the baby weight and all of this. And so many women, you know, revert to this, Idea of dieting or eating in a way that, you know, pre pregnancy felt good to help their body lose weight. But when you're in this postpartum time, and particularly, you know, if you're not sleeping through the night, you're going back to work, like those are all these added stressors. Yep. Then, you know, if you're then adding on top of that, like a diet or calorie counting, lots of exercise, like that's actually depleting your body even more, Mm -hmm. leading to more exhaustion, more mood swings. And so focusing on, you know, and I know it's hard. I'm certainly, you know, not speaking from a pedestal here. I, you know, I am in it with you. My kids are two and four. Like Uh I know how hard it is, you know, and to understand how your body might feel different or look a little different, might be softer, you know, it's hard, but to really focus on nourishing your body and eating nutrient dense foods and following what your body needs. Like, you know, we need so many more calories for the healing process and particularly for breastfeeding too. And so your body is very intuitive to tell you what it needs. And we've been taught since, you know, basically birth, right, that we should be eating more in a way that is for weight loss. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we have so many images out there, but our bodies are very intuitive and it's important to listen to that in the postpartum time.
0: Yeah, for sure. I love everything you just said right there (laughs) because it just... Is so important. I see so many moms all over like in different Facebook groups and just on social media, like focusing on that, like I have to fit into my same jean size after I have a baby. And I think that is just kind of like a detrimental thought to moms that they feel like they have to. And I think there's like you explained, there's so many other ways to take care of yourself and be healthy. And it shouldn't be dependent on a size or a gene size or a scale or how much you weigh. So I think that's just such an important message for moms to hear because you're already struggling mentally with a lot of stuff after giving birth. So to struggle, like thinking that you have to be some type of perfect size or lose all this weight is like an added stress. So moms, just please let go of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. And it's hard, but yeah,
1: yeah. there's no reason to add on that extra stress when you're going through all of these other changes with your baby.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. So thank you so much. So I just have a couple of questions I ask every guest at the end of the episode, just to get to know you a little bit better and to find out what you're working on. Great. So what is something you would consider to be your sort of non-negotiable practice that you do every day so that you can start your day or end your day on a positive note?
1: Yes. This for me is having quiet time with myself, by myself. Even if it's like in the morning, I consider my quiet time the shower, (laughs) you know, yeah, (laughs) like getting ready and my shower. And then in the evening, I need like, yeah, just after the kids are in bed, sometimes I'll just sit in my bed. You know, if my husband's downstairs or if he's out, then I can just be relaxing in the house. But I need like complete quiet time.
0: And that grounds me so mm-hmm. much. Yeah, I love that. That's a, That's definitely a great one. <laughs> yes. So what is your favorite working mom hack? If you're going through a hectic, difficult day, and you kind of just need to stop and like turn the day around, what's something you would do?
1: Okay. Two things come to mind and it kind of depends on, you know, how I'm feeling on that hectic day. If I'm like really exhausted and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just need a little bit of extra time. Then I let go of like, you know, the, the amount of TV that my kids can watch, you mm-hmm. know, or something like that. You know, I would say TV is the biggest and I'm just like, all right, guess what? We're sitting down and we're watching a show mm-hmm. and that the kids are really excited about that. And then that gives me, you know, like 20 to 30 minutes to just like have, a yeah. zone out time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Or, you know, if on the other side of that it's like, you know, uh oh, it's kind of been a day where I'm not feeling that great or, you know, everyone's kind of bickering and stuff and then I'll say like, you know what? let's like do something that's fun that totally turns it around you know like let's bake cookies or mm-hmm. go jump in mud puddles or you know put on some songs and have a dance party you know yeah. something like to just totally turn it around and like shake what's that you know the kids song shake your sillies out
0: you know? yeah <laughs> just like shake it out <laughs> it's so true yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) the dance the dancing always works in our house too it just uplifts the mood it's something about it just changes things around (laughs) yes yes great so who would you consider to be your favorite podcasters bloggers authors or other experts that have really influenced you
1: I love have you heard of the book the first 40 days Uh, No, I have not. Yeah, it's by Hang U, And she has, it's just a beautiful book. She owns a company called Mother Bees. And, you know, I follow her a lot because she comes from a Chinese background where they have some really beautiful traditional postpartum practices. Okay. And so she wrote this book and it has recipes in it. And then it just really talks about the importance of like rest and how to support your body in the postpartum time and she so she's down in california and she does like a postpartum meal service and she sells some things on her website and she's just a very like uplifting very encouraging person and i love like reading her book you know i said uh, my daughter is two she's my youngest and yet i still like go back to her book because it's a very just uplifting and yeah encouraging resource.
0: Yeah, that sounds amazing. We'll definitely link to that in the notes so that people can find that book if they are interested in that. Great. So what are you currently working on now, either like in your business or something that you're excited about that you would want to tell people about?
1: Yes, I am putting together a group program for mothers. And when I talk to my patients, you know, after we've been working together for a while, what they tell me is like, oh my gosh, thank you for like helping me feel validated in this time. Thank you for helping me feel empowered in Mm -hmm. my health in this time where I felt like so, you know, so lost. And so I'm putting together a group program where moms can come together. We can talk about like, you know, the foundations of health during this postpartum time, we talk about hormones and nutrition, but then also get all these resources for how to support your mental health and your body and, you know, how to get back into an exercise program. And so it's just going to be this really beautiful community of mothers getting these resources and this support.
0: That sounds amazing. So I'm assuming that'll be online, then people can access that virtually?
1: Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Awesome. From all over.
0: Awesome. That sounds amazing. Yeah. We'll definitely link to all of that information as well. Um, Great. If Thank people you. People are interested in that. They can definitely follow up with you. Great. So where can we find you online? Where do you hang out most often? Yes. Yeah, so I am on both Facebook and Instagram. Just
1: this fall, I've started a really cool series where it's been on Thursdays. I do a Facebook live interviewing other professionals or practitioners who support mothers. This week, I'm interviewing a massage therapist. So you should come check out Facebook lives. And then I'm on Instagram. And um, Dr. Angela Potter is my handle where you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. And also for those who are listening, if you were interested in more natural hormone balance, I have a free hormone guide for you. So you can download it. I'll give Kelly the link so that you can pick that up and just start on some really basic simple tools to help you with hormone balance.
0: That sounds amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah we'll definitely we'll put all of the information in the show notes so everyone can go grab all of those goodies. Wonderful thank you. So thank you so much Angela for coming on to the show. I really enjoyed talking to you and I think all of this information is just so great for moms. I mean, regardless of whether they're new moms or someone like me who has a five-year-old, I'm still learning new information too. So I just think it's just been a really wonderful conversation that everybody is going to benefit from.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, Kelly, you are just a gem and thank you for having this podcast up. It's such a powerful resource for mothers out there. So thank you for being out here and speaking to mothers.
0: Of course. I feel very passionately about it. (laughs) 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 So thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you, Kelly. You too. Wow. So I know... I got so much information out of that episode with Dr. Angela Potter. So much of this information is really not given to us as pregnant women or as new mothers who are trying to navigate the sometimes chaotic and emotional nature of our postpartum experience. And I'm just so happy that doctors like Angela Potter exist. To kind of help us through some of these topics about hormones and taking care of our own bodies after we give birth to our babies. So, some of the things that really stood out talking to Dr. Angela Potter, I thought were taking care and checking in on our hormones as new moms, helping moms balance their hormones in a holistic way that best supports your personal health, helping women heal strong and have balanced moods after birth. I think that is just such an important takeaway because a lot of the times we kind of feel like we're alone in thinking that Am I the only one that feels this way? Like, what's wrong with me? Why do I feel so off? Why do I feel cranky? Or why do I feel angry? It all has to kind of do with those hormones that are happening to our bodies after giving birth. And we all can relate to it. You're not alone. I think if that's the biggest takeaway I want anyone to get from this episode, you're not alone in this. Another important takeaway that I thought was super good was Dr. Potter's advice on asking your doctors to get the extra tests done, get the blood work done, check your iron levels, check for anemia, which could lead to fatigue and anxiety, check for those nutrient deficiencies, and also ask about physical therapy resources or mental health therapists if you need one. So those are all very important questions that I think sometimes we get rushed through our postpartum checkup appointments, and I don't think... You know, they ask all of these questions all the time, depending on who your care provider is. They may have asked you. You may have a wonderful care provider. But I think all of this advice that Dr. Angela Potter gave is just so great because a lot of us do not hear this from a typical doctor that we would visit. And another third point that I thought was really great on some of Dr. Angela Potter's tips for after postpartum and dealing with taking care of your own body and feeling healthy and feeling strong. She really focuses on good nutrition to heal your body. She focuses on balancing your blood and sugar levels eating very nutrient-dense foods, broths are very good, good healthy meats to nourish your body, of course, fruits and vegetables. Often, a lot of times, we as moms, we kind of focus in on, and we had talked about this in our conversation, like, fitting back into our genes that fit us pre-baby. And that's our main focus. And we kind of have, you know, get caught in this comparison trap where we want to lose all the weight right away and we want to do all the things and we want to run the marathons. We want to get back in the gym and we want to get back to lifting weights like we used to. But sometimes we kind of just need to take a step back, take a little pause, evaluate what we truly need to do to make ourselves The most healthy in body and mind. And sometimes that means slowing down and easing back into things. Maybe it's a few changes here or there, focusing on our nutrition, focusing on maybe taking a walk every day, just getting back into exercise slowly, realizing that, you know, new motherhood is not an easy thing. You know, we have sleepless nights, our bodies are still healing. You know, most of the time when we go back to work, like I went back to work at like nine weeks postpartum, our bodies aren't totally healed by then. So kind of society expects us to be fully functioning again and running the marathons, but we need to realize that we have to do what's best for us. So I hope you got as many great pieces of advice out of this interview as I did. And if you would like to follow Dr. Angela Potter. Further, you can check out her website and resources, which I will link all in the show notes. And I hope you have a great day. I'll catch you on the next episode. So I know as a busy working mom, it's hard to find the time to actually sit down and read for pleasure or for learning. I often find myself getting to the end of the day, too tired to actually hold a book and read, or there's other things I need to do like folding laundry, loading the dishwasher, or picking up items around the house. Well, I've discovered Audible for listening to audiobooks. It's just like listening to podcasts, but features full-length books by your favorite authors and genres. The book that I'm currently reading is Michelle Obama Becoming, which I highly recommend in audiobook form. I just love the way she tells her story. So I can queue up my audiobook, pop in my AirPods, and get my end-of-the-night tasks accomplished. Or I can just lay in bed in the dark with my eyes closed listening because, you know, we all have those days where we physically cannot do one more thing. And I highly encourage you to just rest when you feel like this. Popping in an audiobook laying in bed is the best thing ever. If you want to give Audible a try, for listeners of the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast, sign up for a free trial and one free audiobook is on the house with your free trial if you sign up with this link. Just go to audibletrial.com slash confessions of a working mom to sign up for that free trial again that's audibletrial.com slash confessions of a working mom to get started with your free trial of audible today so you can listen to your favorite book at the end of a long day Thank you so much for listening in today to Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes of this episode for all the links to what we've talked about today. Also, head on over to theworkingmomcollective.com to sign up for my free five-day challenge for creating a working mom non-negotiable routine. We've all been there stressed out, burnt out, and overwhelmed as working moms handling all of the things. My free challenge will walk you through, step by step, my exact method for creating a working mom routine that takes you from burnout to actually waking up and feeling great about your day. And finally, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review if you have a few minutes. Tell your working mom friends and anyone else that might be interested in this content. I'd love as many moms as possible to gain value from the podcast. If you'd like to nominate someone or yourself to be a guest, please contact me at kelly at com. I am so happy you chose to listen in today. And I cannot wait to dive into next week's topic with you.